0: Hey everybody, Joe, REI in your car, what's up? (music) Ah, what a day, what a beautiful day, today's Monday, I love Mondays, I love getting back into the normals kind of swing of things. I enjoy what I do. I really do. And I remember dreading Mondays. I think that's why I enjoy it so much. It's because I'm working for myself now. And, you know, even though I work, I love what I do. I love work. I don't look at it as work. So I'm excited. A couple reasons. Number one, I had a great Thanksgiving. And number two, one of my students I've been working with for a couple years now... Finally, I two students actually actually in the last few days now that I think about it, that something happened. I mean, they just I don't know what to call it just dogged persistence, and they finally cracked the code, and they finally figured out that they can do it. Like I don't think it was a tactical thing, because both of these students knew what to do, and they did it. You know, a little bit here and there, but they were never really hundred percent. Like pushing hard at it, and I don't know. They may disagree with me, but something with both of these students just really clicked. And in the last couple months, um, they're crushing it now, and I'm so excited about it. And I think I'm still trying to talk to them a little bit more and figure out kind of what what was it mentally, what what kind of mind shift did they ha- did happen to them to to really start understanding it and start doing deals. Which just goes to show you, it's a lot of times it's just the mindset, isn't it? The tactics are great, and I love the tactics. Sometimes people just need something to switch in their brain that says, you know what, I can do this, or I, I have to do this. Maybe their backs are against the wall, and so I'm excited. One uh, student in particular just did, just did three deals in the last week and um, made very good money another student did a huge deal and I won't well I'll I'll tell you the numbers but this is not by any means an income claim or any kind of promise they made $90,000 $90,000 on a deal Um, so excited for them it was a rehab actually but they found the deal and decided not to wholesale it and instead fix it up and then flip it so that's exciting isn't it Ah, I just love it. Okay, so I had a good question from another student I wanted to talk about. Um, This particular student wants to start buying rental properties, but their credit is challenged. And, you know, I I told the guy, I said, listen, don't get discouraged about having challenged credit, bruised credit. I mean, all of the nice little phrases that we put it in, right? I mean, his credit sucks. And all of ours maybe." a lot of us that are listening to this have had at one time or another really sucky credit and it sucks doesn't it? <laughs> we call it bruised credit not perfect credit challenged credit below normal <laughs> but this here's what it is it's just sucky bad credit you know and it's not because you're a loser I, I've had bad credit. And it sucks, right? But it's not because we're losers. It's because good. I just let me just say it this way: bad credit happens to good people. So, if you're listening to this and you've got bad credit, don't don't beat yourself up. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Just don't quit. Don't give up. Keep plugging away at it, and it'll get better. It just takes time. But this particular student wants to get into the starts wants to start buying investment properties but they have damaged credit, so they're having a hard time getting a bank loan. Well, what can you do about that? And so there's several things you can do about it, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about on this short REI In Your Car podcast. Number one, if you can't get bank financing, I would strongly suggest you find somebody that can partner with on these deals. In your market, wherever you are, I promise you, there's a lot of investors right now that are out there buying rental properties and are buying a lot of them. And they are always looking for deals. They're looking for more deals. And if you, if you can find a good deal, you can find a, another investor that will partner with you on that deal. Now, it's not the same as finding a private investor or a private lender. It's just finding another landlord who has access to cash or who has access to financing that can partner with you on the deal. And that's why it just goes back to the basics of this whole thing is learning how to become a deal finder if you can be a deal finder you can crush this business you can do so stinking well because it all comes back to marketing that's why i harp on it over and over again we're not in the real estate business we're in the marketing business and if you can understand marketing and understand how to talk to sellers and how to make offers and then do it consistently every day every week Marketing, marketing, marketing. Focus on that. Nothing else, right? You become a deal finder. Doesn't matter. Your credit doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. The the money will come, right? Your credit will get fixed. You may not figure out that you never even need credit. And what a scam is it anyway, right? That your 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 character is determined and judged by, um, or your character is judged by a credit score. But anyway, you can find good deals. Man, you can do really, really well in this business. Oh, man, I just drove by the old Bentley. There's a Bentley dealership, and uh, it's closed. Maybe they're just remodeling it. <laughs> Maybe Bentley's not doing that well right now. All right, so anyway, you can partner with a private, uh, another investor, another landlord, number one. And that's what I'm going to encourage all of y'all to do first. Before you go out and borrow a bunch of private money and, or even bank money, Try to partner with somebody who's already in the landlord business, who already has the systems, probably already has a bunch of good tenants waiting to find a property and partner with them on it. How do you partner? Well, you know, you bring the deal to them and you split the equity and the cash flow. Simple enough, right? And then you could even offer to help manage the home. The second thing you could do is borrow private money from private investors. And this becomes easier and easier the more experience you have and the more people that you know. So once you start partnering with other investors on them, you're going to find people in the industry that would just want to lend money or even just friends and family, and you can show them a track record. Look, here's the last four or five properties that we did. Here are the numbers. And um, that's that's a whole other topic. I don't necessarily have anything to teach you on finding private money um, because it's a little tricky, and you got to make sure you do it right. Okay? So you can borrow private money, number two. Number three... You might consider maybe, maybe, maybe establishing some business lines of credit or business credit cards. Now, got to be super careful with this and don't be stupid. This is only a short-term strategy that can maybe get you the property. You can own it for 6 to 12 months, maybe package a bunch of properties together and do maybe a different type of loan, a portfolio loan or do a uh, commercial loan on them, refinance them or something like that. Or just get the deal, you know, with the, if you have some business lines of credit, you can get the deal, buy it, if it's a really smoking hot deal, and then during that time, right after you buy it, you can find somebody to partner with you on the deal and cash you off, out, and pay those credit cards off. Does that make sense? Uh, I did a podcast with a guy named Mike Banks, and you should look at it, realestateinvestingmastery.com and just go to the search bar and do a search for Mike or mike banks b-a-n-k-s and you'll see a podcast we did and he's got a program that helps people get business lines of credit the other option uh could be possibly hard money loan but i don't know how that really that doesn't really work for rental properties but that might work for if you again if you should at least have some hard money lenders that you know you can borrow money if you need to on a short-term basis The cool thing about having a hard money lender on your team is that if the hard money lender won't lend you money on the deal, it's not a good deal. So you shouldn't be buying it, right? Now, hard money lenders charge a lot of money. So you've got to um, just be aware of that. And you know what I just realized? (laughs) uh, Probably number one that I should have used instead of finding JV partners, try to buy the property creatively with owner financing or as a lease option, right? Right? Don't think that you have to buy rental properties with bank financing or with cash. You could always start offering to sellers, uh, owner financing offers, lease option offers. So there's a lot of creative ways to buy rentals with lease options. And I love lease options and I have an entire system built on lease options that I sell. So, um, which by the way, if you don't, do you have my lease options class yet? If you don't, you got to check it out. Just go to the webinar that I've done, wlowebinar.com, wlowebinar.com. I'll teach you how to find these lease option deals. It's all about controlling property, really valuable property, without owning it. Control without ownership. Cool. So I think that's it. Once you get your credit fixed, even if your credit was fixed, man, I got to tell you, you got to be super careful with getting a bunch of bank, bank financing on rental properties. If you do, you would need to think about paying them off. Put as much money down up front as you can. I believe in debt-free investing. So put, you know, 25% down. Make sure there's already built-in equity. Make sure it cash flows. The fundamentals are there. And pay it off in 15 years. I don't believe in the refi till you die philosophy. I think that'll get you in trouble. There's a really good book I'm reading right now called Building Wealth One House at a Time by John Schwab. Building Wealth One House at a Time. He just revised it. I'm going through the revised book. I read the first one a long time ago and it looks really good. John Schwab's been around for a long time. I think he trained, what's his name, the guy who did no cash down in the 80s, Robert Allen. I think this guy, John Schwab, trained Robert Allen. He's still around and he's got this really good book you should check it out i'm thinking about maybe doing a book study on it in the podcast um, and he talks a lot about these things and this would be uh that book would be a great resource for you guys if what i'm talking about on this podcast rings uh interests you at all all right so that's it i'm out of here guys take care go watch my webinar on lease options find out and learn how to find really good rental properties that you don't have to buy or get a mortgage on, you can do lease option. The cool thing about it is uh, these are nice homes and nice areas. And you don't have to buy these crappy junkers for 30 grand anymore and get bad tenants in them. You can get nice homes, and nice areas. We're doing a lease option right now on a property that's worth about one forty-five, dollars And uh, we're, we got it under lease option for one twenty. dollars It needs some work, so we're going to probably just flip it to a handyman tenant buyer so I'm excited about it. I'll tell you more about that as the uh, deal progresses. Maybe if you want more information on that webinar, go to wlowebinar.com. Wlowebinar.com. See you.